Hello and welcome to the Zurich Life Podcast. My name is Ian Slattery and I'm joined today by Richard Temperley, our Head of Investment Development. Together we will be looking at the market performance throughout the month of November and discussing Zurich's current fund position. As always, the Zurich Life Podcast is available to download through the SoundCloud app and also on ZurichLife.ie. You can also subscribe through both iOS and Android, which will allow you to download and listen offline. This investment podcast does not constitute an offer and should not be taken as a recommendation from Zurich Life. Advice should always be sought from an appropriately qualified professional. Before we start our investment podcast, I would just like to note the introduction of new legislation coming in on the 1st of January 2018, which is the acronym PRIPS, which relates to savings and investment documents and savings investments products. We do have a preparing for PRIPS document, which is available on our website, which goes through some of the key features of the legislation and, and the requirements both on product providers, brokers, and then what customers might need to receive. Please feel free to to log on to the news headline section and have a look at that. Alternatively, you can contact us directly at Zurich. Hi, Richard. So just to start off, what sort of overview did we see in uh, risk asset markets throughout the month of November? Well, good morning, Ian. Uh, Markets can pause for a breath last month. The overall index was down marginally for the month, but some of the key markets were in positive territory, particularly the US market, which was up by nearly 3%. So equities, again, broadly speaking, flat, but some of the key markets up strongly. So we maintain a a positive view on on equities. Bonds were up slightly on the month of November and are up slightly year to date. So really bond markets have moved sidewards for the whole year. They, of course, were weak in the second half of last year, but this year they've, they've held up, particularly in the Eurozone, and primarily because of continued quantitative easing and, and modest inflation. As you mentioned, quantitative easing there, um, and also tax reform plans from the, the US administration. Has there been much chat about that or the potential impact on markets? Yes, Ian, those are the two key features that the markets have been looking at. Uh, we've obviously just had a, a rate rise of 0.25%, and that is the fifth rate rise in the current economic cycle. So that was really anticipated by the markets. It was no, no surprise. The other uh, positive news for the market is the rate corporation tax cut, which is being debated in the House and the Senate. It looks as if it's going to go through probably sometime in 2018. And it looks as if it might be around a 20% corporation tax rate, down from 35%, or an effective rate of 27%. But either way, it's a significant cut in corporate taxes and that is a positive for equities because it is a permanent reduction in tax and that has an effect on the price earnings multiple so brings the price earnings multiple down to to a lower level which which again is positive for equities. And you mentioned throughout the month of November that it was a a relatively flat uh, market and we have seen benign volatility conditions across equity markets. On the tax reform I suppose what we've seen there is financials do quite well in the talk of tax reform given that they might do better from different tax rates and that idea of sector dispersion and individual geographical dispersion as well is, has been inherited in, in stock markets throughout 2017. Did we see any of that in, in November? Yes, well, uh, firstly, on, on back to the taxes, I mean, there is a, a, a talk of a minimum tax rate being brought in as well as reducing the overall tax rate. So that has had this month had a slight negative effect on, on the technology sector. Technology has been a very strong sector for quite some time now. And there was a little bit of profit taking in, in technology last month, again, primarily because some of the tech companies may get negatively affected by the minimum tax cap. 
Um, so that's 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 uh, what happened during, during the, the 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 month. Sector wise, it's fairly flat. I mean, a bit of profit taking in, te in technology, but nothing major. And we still see the main features being you know technology and financials continuing to do well, and some of the bond proxy areas like telecoms and utilities may continue to struggle somewhat. Okay, and as we always talk about as active managers, that kind of news affecting different sectors provides opportunities to the likes of ourselves to move in and out of uh, particular equities. And moving to, to currencies and commodities, as we know, the, the Euro-US dollar rate has been a key theme in, in markets this year, as has the oscillating uh, price of oil. What sort of movements did we see in those two sectors throughout the month? Okay, firstly on the currency, we've been talking about this now for many months. The euro has been a strong currency for the first half of the year. It had been trading in a range for a long time now of 30 months, for between 105 and 115. This year it's broken through 115 up towards 120. And since a few months ago, it's been trading between 115 and 120. It's around 118 at the moment. So it was actually a little bit stronger during the month of November. So it was a little bit of erosion of some of the gains from some of the overseas, uh, or I should say overseas, outside the Eurozone, some of those markets um, were slightly eroded by the Euro being slightly stronger in November. Commodities, um, mixed picture. Uh, commodities this year have been, we've seen some strong commodities, um, copper, oil, gold. Other commodities which were not involved in things like food commodities have been quite weak. So the overall commodity index hasn't performed uh, particularly strongly, it's slightly down year to date, but some of the individual commodities which are reacting to stronger economic growth have performed well, things like, um, I say, copper, gold and other other such commodities. And of, and of course what we see with some commodities is that they are priced in US dollar, um, which is obviously a key factor for us as uh, Irish investors and something we look at. Um, you mentioned earlier our, we maintained our, our positive outlook on equities and we have done throughout 2017 whilst we're a bit more cautious on bonds. What have we been seeing in terms of in, in those main asset classes, uh, our preferred areas both geographically and sectoral? Well, we're at the, we continue to be at the upper end of our equity ranges across our multi-asset funds. As you said, Ian, that's been the case from almost all year <coughs> and continues in that way. Equities still have a lot of positives on their side. Uh, we've got strong economic growth, strong corporate earnings growth, low inflation, low interest rates, uh, despite the move, recent move in, in the US. And we have the fact that equities still remain better valued than other other assets like particularly bonds and cash. We are obviously watching things like the price earnings multiple, which is um, above fair value, although not excessive. And the tax changes in the US will have a, a positive effect on bringing the PE multiple down slightly. We still think, um, we're still positive on equities. We are at the lower end of the ranges in, in bonds. We've cut the duration of the bond portion of the multi-asset funds to quite a low level. So although bond prices are flat year to date, we think that over the coming years, yields are likely to rise. And if that happens, of course, prices will fall. So we are, um, we have a negative bias towards government bonds and, and cash. And we still like some of the uh, alternative assets, um, like the ones we mentioned, gold and copper and so on. That brings us to the end of our monthly investment update. Thanks again, Richard, for that in-depth analysis, and thank you, our listeners, for your time. For more information on our fund range and to catch up on our latest investment news, please visit ZurichLife.ie.
past performance is not a reliable guide to future performance. Benefits may be affected by changes in currency exchange rates. The value of your investment may go down as well as up. If you invest in these funds, you may lose some or all of the money you invest. Zurich Life Assurance PLC is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland.